You're listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. Acoustic performances and live interviews with Edmonton's local musicians. First Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. You're listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. This is a live interactive interview in Studio Session where you can participate and ask questions on social media at gradioyeg. We're broadcasting live from Two Bodies of uh, Water Studio in Edmonton, Alberta, proudly sponsored by Shell Shock and Remedy Cafe. I'm your host, Shannon Autumn, and tonight I'm hanging out in the studio with Fool's Tongue. They're an awesome and unique collaborative ensemble based out of Edmonton, Alberta. And here's their first song of the night. Ticking Away. Ticking Away. And every second that we're digging and scratching at the earth Wanna find something deep inside And when we listen to the winds that howl When we stare at the sun as it goes down Every second that we spend alone in the deep Counting seconds like we're counting sheep Setting free. Whoa, whoa, like rain coming down on me. Whoa, whoa, every breath we take. Whoa, whoa, the heart keeps ticking away. Never can escape the night. Always seems to invade my line of sight Storm clouds keep marching in And the rain feels like it will flood the gates tonight Setting free, whoa, whoa, the rain 
Sessions on gradio.ca. That was ticking away. I, we're here in the studio with Fool's Tongue. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thanks for Thanks. joining us. Thank you. Thanks Thank you so much us. for having us. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Uh, my name's Jeff Ramsey um, from Millet, Alberta. I grew up in Millet, but um, living in Edmonton now with my wife. And uh, yeah, I'm the guitarist uh, and one of the lead singers of Fool's Tongue. Uh, my name is Luke Ertman. I also grew up with this guy in Millet, Alberta, uh, many moons ago. And I play Chapman Stick and sing a bunch of Fool's Tongue as well. And there are a few members that aren't with us. Cassia Schramm, one of our lead singers, and, and our percussionist Josh Littlechild, Dave Leibel, and keyboardist Erica York. We're doing this uh, bit stripped down today. Awesome. How did you all come together as a, a band and initially as just the two of you? Well, we, we met each other in grade school. So we, we mean, we've been... Yeah, we've been playing together for a long, long time. God, and, like 15 uh, years. Um, Since before we got married. <laughs> this is our first marriage. <laughs> um, we're not married together. We're, we're separate. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear. Um, no, we, yeah, we started in a... We, we started in a rock band, of course, in high uh, no, uh, junior high school. And, uh, you know... Just various ensembles we've been performing together, and and the latest group right now is called Fool's Tongue, and uh, we've kind of yeah we started off as a duo. Uh, we also you know uh, had a, a I think an album with uh, with a trio at one point, um, and uh, kind of you know evolved over the years. Um, our latest album has yes it's as a six piece group um, and. Lots of percussion instruments and uh, really, really interesting sounds on it. So, um, yeah, we, we find every every album there's a different group of musicians that we have. We have uh, like Fool's Tongue. Yeah, is is not just you know, not just us two, but it's you know, it's a group of people usually, right? And it's it's going to be an, an, a constantly changing sound, and mm. even in, and and probably the members too, right? Well. We'll get some new members in, uh, or get some old members back in, you know. And it's just, it's just one of those groups where, it, uh, yeah, it's just constantly evolving. Uh, how did you come up with the name Fool's Tongue for this group? Oh man, that's a terrible. We have no great name story for this group. It's, <laughs> it's actually kind of embarrassing because we get asked all the time, and and we don't have a good story. It just makes something up. We we used to be, <laughs> we used to be Divine Madness. We felt like that was not working, and we had no clue what to do. So we just, we just made lists of words that we liked. Fools and Tongue were on the list, and we sort of paired them at random. And when this one came up, we looked at each other and we're like, you know what, that probably works. That is the whole story. It's terrible. I know. I know. We got to invent something that's fake and just lie about it next yeah. time. Which is interesting because I, from your album Sky, your, your recent album, I, it, there seems to be so much depth to it. The reasoning, there seems to be so much... Uh, philosophy and existentialism almost yeah. in the album. Uh, could you just talk a little bit about the inspiration behind something? Yeah, like that? absolutely. We, 
I'm actually, I'll go back a little further just for a little bit of context, but I'll promise not to be boring. So the last album we did, uh, New World, was a bit of a, a bit of a concept album about about a guy who gets woken up by you know stones getting thrown out his window. He follows a mysterious lady sort of down the rabbit hole. It's kind of like an Alice in Wonderland kind of thing, and and it, and it follows this 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 kind of magical story. And this album, we're like, okay, we've done that. <laughs> Let's do something totally different. And we had written a couple tunes. And then I was out in Vancouver doing a show, uh, writing music for a show, and uh, and I'm like, I'm a country guy. I've I've always lived in the country. I've never lived in the city in my life. So when when I go to cities and you get you know put up in the thirtieth floor of a thing, and you see all these windows facing back at you, that's always such an unnerving thing for me. And you 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 think about all those people. Like there's just so many people, and they're all right there, like right in front of you. You know, stones throw, and you start thinking about you know what. What, who are these people? What make these people tick? What do they think about? What are they doing right now? You know, all of those sorts of things. And we, and as we were just, just kind of talking about that, and, and even just how to access people with music, even we, um, we went well. The one thing that always makes people think, the one thing that always makes people come to groups with their emotions, with with relationships, with whatever it is, is is sort of you know, quote unquote, the end. It sounds super depressing, but we didn't actually come at it from like a depressing. A depressing perspective so we decided to write a, an album about the end of the world so that we could just sort of cut to the emotional heart of any given situation and then each song on the album is just sort of a a different perspective or a different this is what i would do <laughs> if it was the end of the world you know one of them is just like get in the car and drive to the coast <laughs> because we may as well do that because that's where we want to be you know what i mean and and each song sort of just takes a different angle at that so does that sort of answer the question? <laughs> that definitely does. Cool, cool. I'd love to hear another song from that album, if you're open to sharing. Absolutely. Uh, this one's called uh, Love Survives. This. One, two, three, four. It's between you and I. Love 
vibes It's in the air We break tonight Love survives It's what makes us who we are Love survives It's in the air We breathe tonight Love survives It's what makes us who we are Love survives It's bigger than the both of us um, That was Thank Love you. Survives by uh, Fool's Tongue uh, you're listening to gradio.ca, and you are welcome to participate by asking questions on social media at gradioyeg on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks so much for that song. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks so much. Thank uh, you. So I'm curious. Uh, you've talked about how this is kind of uh, your journey in the album Sky to exploring what you would do at the end of the world. Um, how yeah. has this impacted your daily lives now? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, getting it, just getting it out was, was the end of the world, perhaps. Um, it's think, been a long yeah. time in the making. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it definitely makes you think about, yeah, what would you really do, you know, if it was your last day on Earth? Uh, um, and also that, you know, life is, life is short, right? So, you know, you want to do what, what you're passionate about or, or what, uh, you know, whatever it is, you want to spend time with the people you love and, and, you know, or, or if it's, you know, about, I don't know, writing a song or doing something that you wanted to do and just never got around to it, right? Like you want to, you want to do that before it's, before you can't, right? So yeah. that's, that's, I guess that's what I've been thinking about. Yeah. And I mean, the whole process. I mean, maybe this was the last day on Earth. Hopefully, what we would want to do is get together and create something like this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think that, I think that for us, um, you know, you know, creating music and writing music is that thing that we would want to make sure that we did. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy almost. <laughs> the, the whole album. I've never thought about it that way. Actually, it's a great question. Um, yeah, I, there's a, there's a deep answer. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready for like a, just an out there question, total random situation? Sure. Question? Yeah. Okay. If your band was stranded on an island together and the only way off the island was to create an album using the resources around you, you don't have any of your instruments, what would you do? Oh. And what would you name the album? What, what, what? What's is this a tropical album? I mean, is this a tropical island? island? Like, if it's got yeah, if, like, got, if it got, let's say it's tropical. Okay, okay. okay, just so I know, like the flora and the fauna, right? Because I feel like that's important. <laughs> so, I definitely want to find some coconuts. 
cake. Yeah, yeah, we can eat them first. Oh yeah, and then yeah. we can make bongos out of them. Yeah, yeah. And then Josh can play them because he's very large, and they'll sure. look hilarious with him playing them. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So we do that for sure. Um, Dave. Dave could find some. I don't know. What would Dave do? Maybe he could find a seashell or something, and yeah, turn that into a instrument somehow. Yeah. Cass would just sing. Like, that's not an issue. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> just sing. What would we do? I don't know if I could make a stringed instrument. That'd be really difficult. I don't know. Probably. There'd be small animals. We could <laughs> Bones. Yeah, right? yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could Classical style. Do that. Yeah, you could skin some kind of animal and create... <laughs> uh... Yeah, it'd probably be twangy, <laughs> right? Like, it, it, would, it, would, it would probably have a country and western feel. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But... That's where we'd start, yeah. Awesome. We would, we would, we would, we would call the album "Fool's Gold." Fool's Gold, awesome. <laughs> That's super awesome. Treasure Island. <laughs> Treasure Island. How has music impacted your lives since you you began playing? How did you start? Oh, that's a that's a that's a big question. Yeah, um, uh, that's I can't even I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I've, I've been playing for a long time now, and uh, I'm able to. Um, do what I love and and make a living off of it, and I'm I'm very blessed and happy about that. But it's also got me, um, you know, it's it's kept me in touch with certain people and uh, a, a really good group of people I find. And um, in 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 when you're surrounded by artists, right? You also I think that's uh, that's a cool thing, because yeah. artists are they're strange people. They're not normal people. They're they're all from different walks of life, and they're you know they can be super extreme, and and uh, you can definitely learn a lot from from people like that, right? So I think it's uh, I think I've been I've I've been taught yeah taught a lot of things by by you know being in this profession, and yeah, that's that's my answer. <laughs> that's a super deep answer <laughs> um yeah well like jeff i mean i've been doing this for oh on 15 years now i think um and fool's tongue is one of the things that i do and it's it's probably one of the funnest thing that i get to do but I, i've been like super lucky to get to score theater and to get to score film and um built a little you know scoring studio um on top of my garage and so I I actually spend a good part of every single day writing music for for this thing or for that thing or for this person or for that person. And what I think what's been really I think the coolest thing that's happened is that I've been able to to dabble in so many different forms of art and so many different forms of music and and I've just got I've been blessed with such an appreciation for for just for how far music reaches, you know what I mean? I've, I've had to do shows that take place at 0 AD in Jerusalem. I've got to do shows that take place in Ireland. I've got to do shows that take place in Thailand. And I've, I've been so lucky, not physically, but you know, the stories I should say. I haven't been to Thailand and actually wrote music in Thailand. I mean, that would be super cool. Anyway, it's not the point though. Um, and I think like I've had such a, I've been able to have such a, a lovely cultural awareness about music that that's grown out of that and i think we hear a lot of that in fool's tongue actually too right and i've been super just super lucky to have that and i think music has affected me a lot that way good yeah <laughs> and um 
if you could pass on anything to to other people who are, are passionate about music and listening to your music, what what sort of feelings would you hope to to portray? What, you know, what sort of message. This is going to sound terrible. When I started playing music, I think I was a really cynical person, and I thought it was all about writing the right notes and making sure that you 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 created what you needed to create f- to get the emotional response that you needed to get from the audience or you know and it was about almost like emotional manipulation because we can do that it's amazing what a musician can do in terms of emotional manipulation uh, and the older i get um the more i realize that you know what it actually is about being true to your heart mm-hmm. and it actually really is about what you feel here and what you want to hear and don't be fooled into thinking that if you write this kind of music the world will open up for you or if you write this kind of music everybody will hate you because that's music that people doesn't like or what you know just write your music if i had to say that to somebody who wanted to go into the profession that that would be it awesome top that, that's Jeff. good yeah no i can't i can't <laughs> top that that's well that's, said. That's, good. that's great yeah that's well, right. Would you mind sharing a little more of your music? I, I'd love to hear sure. your title track, Sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is Sky. This is a straight up ballad.
take my hand and fly over the tallest trees when everything is burning I love you more today sky falling towards the sky Fool's Tongue, their title track on their new album. You're listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. That song is just heavenly. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. Can you yeah. tell me a bit about uh, what inspired you to write it and, and who wrote it, actually? That was one of yours, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you wrote yeah. the lyrics to that one. Yeah, we usually start with somebody's lyrics or, or like... A musical riff or you know something i think that's super important actually like when you're when you're in the writing sessions when you're when you're trying to create something is always come to a session with something in your hand don't just assume that you can walk into a room and inspiration's gonna hit you right because yeah, i won't always come prepared <laughs> and and, and uh, th- like for us that makes a huge difference actually but anyways that's that's not at all the answer to the question that you asked i apologize i'm just going on a tangent here um this song what is this song really about? <laughs> Who are you asking? This is, terrible. this is terrible. It's the title track of the album. I mean, 
the chorus is about trying to find love or to trying to find a sense of, of, of being settled or, or, or a sense of rest in, a, in an upside down world. I mean, right? Which is why, you know, falling from the sky and, and, and the lyrics there. And then I think the next part of it is I've, I've got kids now. I've been married for a while and I got kids and I was really fascinated with how I've changed in just in terms of like my emotional response to these people. I, again, thought that I was a bit more cynical before I had kids. And I thought that when I had kids, they would be a real pain. Um, Cause it's like, I, I got to pursue my music. I got all this stuff, right? But I'm, we had kids and it's amazing that every single day passes and you're like, I think I actually love you more now. And, and you don't think that that's possible. And I, and, and so I think the song is about, is about, um, you know, finding that sense of rest, finding that sense of peace, finding that sense of belonging, all of that sort of stuff in a topsy-turvy world, uh, in the people that you love. Huh. There you go. Beautiful. Nice. We figured that one out. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hoping to do together as a, a band long-term? Well, we got, we, we, we want to do, uh, we're doing, a, we're doing a few festivals over the summer. We'll be promoting this album as much as possible. We just released it about, what, about a month, a couple uh, months a ago. A couple months ago, yeah, yeah. Right? We did a big CD release show at the Capitol Theater in Fort Edmonton Park. Well, that was about a month ago now yeah. that we did that, which yeah. was super fun. Six-piece band, like projections, lights. It was just, it was awesome. It was a really fun concert. And then, like I said, we'll promote it as much as possible. We'll do some festivals with it, and then we'll start in onto the next thing. We've got a few tracks that we've sort of, we're, we're throwing together. We don't know what it's about yet. We don't have a, a concept for the album, but we absolutely are already working on the next one for sure. Great. Yeah. What do you do um, to get prepared for your shows? Do you have anything uh, like meetups regularly or uh, anything? We have a we have, we yeah yeah <laughs> I mean we have lots of rehearsals obviously yeah um, but yeah we do we just dis discuss like what what kind of image we want to portray or you know how what we're gonna say or or do for the shows and yeah we want to make it somewhat interactive right with the audience obviously so we we do some planning with that and uh yeah i mean and then you get on stage and you're like yeah. oh shit what do we talk about <laughs> yeah <laughs> never yeah. seems to go quite no, as planned. i know right you think you're prepped and then there's people there and you're like oh no i need yeah, to talk about this yeah, clearly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i mean and rehearsal is interesting for us because we when we're writing it's very much like we talked about it kind of like a revolving door of musicians when we're writing because we'll We'll, we'll get together and, and start a song and, and get halfway through it. And then we're like, man, we can't really write till we know what the drum groove is. So then, you know, Dave or, or Josh will come in and we'll work on drum bits. And, and then we go back to writing and we sort of bring that. And then we're like, okay, well, we clearly need female vocals now. And then, you know, Cassie comes in and we do you know, female vocal sessions. And it's, it's really cool because we, we, everybody sort of congregates at the studio in and out. And then when we're getting ready to gig with it, is actually sometimes the first time that the band actually sees one another playing the song together, right? Mm -hmm. So then it's like crash course in how to play the stuff that we tried to create, right? <laughs> so it's a weird, it's, it's a, a weird little bit of a things, different, but, uh, yeah, different band dynamic. Okay, cool. Yeah, we might not all be in the same room when we're learning the songs or you know even writing the songs. So the writing is is usually just us two, and then uh, and then we'll 
get the other members in playing parts and stuff. So it's a little bit different that way. Hmm. But yeah, I think it, I think it works it works for us. I think yeah. it's super fun. Yeah, and I think it's what allows us to make things different. Yeah, and like evolve too. Is like I think I think you can get caught in a. I play with these people and we play this kind of music attitude, you know what I mean? And there are bands who have done amazing things with that. I'm actually not trying to say that that's a terrible thing, right? But I think for us, it wouldn't work. And I think what allows us to sort of st at least stay interesting to ourselves is sort of the fact that, that, it's, a, that it's not a rigid structure that we work within. It's always changing, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you always have these different minds kind of coming together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's super fun, actually. It's, mm -hmm. it's really neat. Because that's what it, you know, it really is about people in a room trying to figure something out. I mean, that's what's great about art. Even, you know, pictures and, you know, the great paintings that you see is, it's a guy trying to figure something out, you know, with his brush and a piece of canvas and some paint. Or a girl, sorry, I don't mean that to sound sexist. <laughs> wow. But I gotta be super careful. Yeah, you gotta be but, careful now. You gotta be super yeah. careful, right? There's, anyways, not the point. I, I've, I've got off base here. But, <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Anyways, it's it really is about trying. To... I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, because uh, I've clearly lost time, the punchline to this uh, to this illusion, and that's terrible. What do you think is the importance of collaboration and bringing people together over music? Why do you think we need that in our society? Uh, different perspectives, I think, uh, result in different outcomes right and if if people aren't happy with a certain whatever right they want to try to change that right so they're obviously gonna put put effort into being heard right um, whether they're right I don't know right but yeah but they have a voice and you know if they're passionate enough they're gonna use it right and they're gonna write something they're gonna write a book they're gonna you know write a film whatever right mm -hmm. they're gonna try to try to say what they believe and yeah, that's great. And I think for us, there's this idea too that you, you'll ne you'll never get it all right by yourself. It's a hard, it's a daunting, it's actually a daunting task to get the song right by yourself. And and you can get you know a great framework. And as you bring other people in, you know what I mean. You, they become it becomes a giant problem solving thing, right? And the best idea wins usually is how we treat it. You know what I mean? And and people bring solutions that you would never. <laughs> dream of right and that's i think what keeps music interesting and i think the issue with you know people who you know, write bedroom music and and a lot of this stuff that's happening now where your computer does all of the beats for you and you just have to sing a thing and it'll work is that those those left field solutions you know that that people bring to the table are getting lost and i feel like that's one of the reasons that Music seems to me, and I'm old, right? So this is my age speaking. But music seems to be getting even more streamlined and, and similar to each other. You know what I mean? Hmm. So I think I think the coolest thing about people is is left left field solutions to, to problems. Yeah. yeah. So how do you think your music has evolved from your your last album, New World, to your current album, Sky? It's, uh, it's pretty, I mean, the way we, we wanted to, we wanted to tell a story with the first album, right? Like an actual, you know, it was a, it was a concept album, right? So there was each song kind of led the story, right? Uh, from beginning to end. And this one, um, this one's a little different that way. We didn't have one specific story we wanted to say, um, 
I don't know. What do you, what do you, what well, do you I think it freed us up to when you're when you when when you're following you know rising action climax falling action your, your traditional story arc. Um, each song, you know, even to the way it sounds, has to fill a specific role. You know what I mean? Whereas when you're just like, well, this is just the perspective of this person in this moment. You know what I mean? The door is just a bit more open, I think, in some ways. So, I mean, I think that's one way that, that the album is different. I think the other way is we consciously chose to be a bit more alternative rock with this one. Mm. Um, I feel like that's actually our roots. Like, we grew up listening to rock music. Right. And because that was cool when we were kids. And... <laughs> And uh, and then New World, when we did that concept album, I think like, that was actually a bit left field for us. I mean, it was super fun, and I'm super proud of it. Mm -hmm. But then we're like, oh, man, we I think we need to just rock some rock, some rock tunes again, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, part of it was even just getting back to that right, that right. sort of yeah, sound. And, and then we're like, but we should probably add synth bass, because that's cool. And, and so, you know, I mean, we tried to Keep incorporate modern elements to that. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, you know, it's the end of the world meets... You know, us trying to get back to alternative roots where it meets that sort of stuff. And and we wanted it all to be real people playing real parts. So we we um we got all this percussion like from all over the world. We had airway drums from Africa, we had like a traditional powwow drum, we had we had just a plethora of drums that we took out to the reserve. Our, our one of our percussionists lives on the Musquatchies Reserve and he's got this like empty concrete basement and we hunkered down there for a month. And we just played like percussion parts, right? And just recorded as much as we could. And that was before we even put the drums in. And then we did the drums sort of afterwards. And I think that that all affected how the thing sounds. You know what I mean? It's I think that's why it's got such a layered and and, and deep sound to it, if, if that makes sense, is because we've mm -hmm. we really there's a lot of parts. Yeah, there's, there's a crap yeah. ton of parts. There's a lot of parts, yeah. yeah. A lot of layers, yeah. Can I hear a song from New World? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This so one sure is called deep. Heart. Grant me a wish that I may be your son tonight. I won't survive another night of this emptiness in my heart. Oh, oh, oh. I have a place. a place in my dreams I have a place for you in my heart all that remained was the sound of your voice it led me through the haze I won't deny this gift you gave to sacrifice oh, oh, oh. Da -da 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 -da. I have a place 
Heart from uh, Fool's Tongue's last record, New World. You're listening to Studio Sessions on gradio.ca. Thanks so much, guys, for coming out tonight. I, I yeah, love thanks your for music. Having us. Love oh, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Talking with you, too. Yeah, oh, thanks so much. We, we appreciate this it. This has been Absolutely. fun, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, those of you, in, I, I have to do the shameless plug thing, right? Because we're on radio and, and we have to do these things. So, make sure, <laughs> I know, right? I know you hate, you get up in your soapbox, right? I'm not standing up, though. Um, so yeah, we just released Sky. So make sure to check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, um, Facebook, and and Instagram. Just Google it. If you yeah, Google we're, it, we're stuff will there. come up. <laughs> you can also <laughs> check them out on www.foolstongue.ca. Yeah. Be sure to follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up to date with all their new shows coming up. So uh, that's all for tonight. You've been listening to Studio Sessions at Two Bodies of Water Studio, produced by Jeff Williams and engineered by James Seabrook, with support of the Dream Machine Zine. This uh, show is proudly sponsored by Shell Shock and Remedy Cafe. That's all for tonight, but be sure to drop by again next Monday for another episode of Studio Sessions. Also, from June 1st to 3rd, G Radio will be broadcasting live from odyssey gathering where you can tune in to all the weekend to hear the variety of local talent edmonton has to offer uh, you can find us on social media at gradioyg or gradio.ca for updates on uh, shows coming your way i'm shannon autumn and i'll catch you on the flip side edmonton see you next week you've been listening to studio sessions a two bodies of water production on gradio.ca studio sessions is produced by jeff williams joel peter carm and engineered by James Seabrook. Visit gradio.ca for past episodes and more great local content. And follow us on SoundCloud at gradio.ca.